Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. We are back and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor, someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Last week, we had the privilege of interviewing Cotter Smith from the hit series on Netflix, Mindhunter. He was so good in the film we're about to talk to today. He was the president in the movie, and he was so important that there's some good stories about him interacting and getting hired by Brian Singer. So go back and check that out. But before we dive into X2 X-Men United, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you going? I'm doing good, Doug. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. This movie, I'm going to be honest with you. Like I'm not a big, I'm not a big Marvel fan out of the new movies. I didn't see a lot of them. But these were like when I was like so into it because I grew up watching those cartoons, the X-Men animated series. But I don't know, like this movie, I, it took me back. It brought me to a good place. Well, you know, I, I don't think I've said this yet. Um, and I, I mean, we, you know, for most of the movies that we've um, reviewed and we've reviewed a lot of them, um, pretty much most of them were pretty bad. I wasn't a big fan or, or you know, maybe a little entertaining. Um, however, I like this movie a lot. I remember it when I first saw it. You know, I, I like the whole X-Men series. So um, so I did like this movie a lot. So this is, you're not going to hear that to me too often for some of the movies we re, you know review, but. Yeah, no, it was nostalgic because I remember seeing this in the movie theater. But again, there's obviously parts that we have to, that are, just don't sit well, you know, when we just come out 2003, so 16 years later. Yep. So, uh, so let's get this going. So first of all, graphic wise in the beginning of the movie that wasn't that good the the uh, opening scene throughout the whole movie there's a lot of good cgi well you're talking about this scene inside the white house with with uh no before that the cutaway oh, okay. when it's like okay. when it says again another movie that we covered yep. that just gets right to it, it says x-men 2 like right yeah. in the beginning no like kind of like story in the beginning but no it's just like cutaways and patrick stewart talking Oh, had the had the space right. It was it was out of space, right? It was yeah, the, yeah, okay, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, yes, this movie definitely has a lot of good special effects. Um, but the start of the movie was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, just just there. Yeah, I just didn't get why they couldn't. I, I every movie we cover, I don't know why they can't do that amazing thing. Show a little bit, show something like TV shows. You show a little bit of action, and then X Men. Like show some kind of like fight scene or like a little bit because these movies, there's a lot of great characters we'll get into, but these are Wolverine movies. Wolverine is the greatest out of anyone. Honestly, like I never personally, I've never seen the Wolverine movies, which is terrible because I love him, but those movies are the best. Okay. Every movie that's out now. Well, okay. So I've seen all the Wolverine movies. I've seen, you know, all the X-Men movies and without a doubt, you take Wolverine out of any of the X-Men movies, it's a different movie. You know, um, he's the main star. You know, he's, first of all, he's funny. You know, oh, he's yeah. got great one-liners and he's a badass. Um, and if you, if you, you could see his growth, because you, have you ever seen Logan? No, I want to see that. Without a doubt, see that movie. Even if you're not, a, if someone's not a Marvel fan and, or a superhero fan, that movie is just awesome. It really yeah. is a, a good closure. Anyway, so yes, Wolverine's awesome. However, I did have one problem with him in this movie. Okay. His hair reminded me of Ace Ventura when Nation Falls. 
like it was like the beginning stages of his like his look. But if if you remember Ace Ventura and Nature to- Calls when he's fighting uh, Tommy Davidson, oh yeah, and, and, and he messes his hair and he has like the the hair sticking up, he looked like Wolverine. White Devil, White Devil, and yes. Whoever's listening, we are covering that movie in the future. We call we talk to the translator and the Wachachi chief, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, but he he did he reminded me of Jim Carrey. Yeah. I, I have to say, so it's, his hair is a little doofy. Yeah, and so you guys know when me and Jamie record this in the future, we're going to try to do face to face. But right now, we just do it like over Skype, and I have a cigar <laughs> for Logan because he is. God, he's just such a badass character. I love this whole movie. We'll get into everything, but he is trying to bang Gene Gray. Oh, well, well, again, that's from the first one. He has Oh no, I know that, but right. it's just like right off the bat, it's like yeah. she's is she married to Cyclops or are they just an no, item? No, 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 they're just an item. Um, you know, they, they they if you remember the first one, and I haven't seen the first one in a long time, but there was definitely a triangle of you're like because again, he's the he's the badass. Triangle. Well, you know of, of of a relationship oh, okay i thought like <laughs> together no 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 no. i don't think x-men allowed to do that <laughs> so, but then you also have rogue who's into who's a kid who's into wolverine i know that it's okay we'll well, because he saved her in the first one so she looked up to him um but talk about how badass he is he's walking around what like alaska or where were they when where was he when the beginning of the movie like, in the first one? In this no, one? In this one, right? When oh, he, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, it's a lot. He's walking around in a guinea tea and a leather I know. Jacket. I mean, like, it's freezing cold out there, and he's walking around in a guinea tea and a leather jacket. So that's, that's, a, that's a badass move. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that, we go to, there's like an old, the White House. There's a tour of the White House. People are walking around. And then the guy that we interviewed that I mentioned before that we uh, talked to, who played the president of this movie, Cotter Smith, he is just sitting there walking around. And then, you know, who we see a quote unquote friend of the podcast, a previous episode, our first episode, Alan Cumming is back. He played Loki, another Marvel character in Son of the Mask. Oh, yep. And he's back. So this is our second, this is the second role in the Marvel universe and second role in the good, the bad and the sequel universe. And he does a great job. I mean, he's uh, oh, dude, he's good. Let me tell you that first scene when you when you are introduced to him uh, in the White House is awesome. You know, we talk oh. about special effects, but this scene was great. Um, but I I do question the White House security because when they did have the tour there, they had the one person that was lingering lingering around by himself who totally separated himself from the tour that he was able to start walking around without anyone asking him anything yeah and he looked creepy the whole <laughs> time and like he kind of like had his head down it's like that's like come on and this is after 9-11 so it's yeah. like use yeah. every person you have to look at and the thing that was crazy about this whole scene was that we know his his secret powers but he's german he talks with a german accent but his name i can't think of it right now is the whitest name and not kurt, a german kurt, kurt von something Oh, was Von something? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was just no. like Kurt Wagner. I'm like, that's the guy that lives down the street from me. Like, what? <laughs> no, no. It was like Kurt Von Gert or something, but it was, yeah. No, he was German. Yeah. So then he like beats the shit out of everyone, the whole thing. And Cotter, the guy who played the president that we interviewed last week, told us this scene alone took like weeks to shoot. He was sitting at their desk for a long time. And then you think he's going to kill Cotter, you know, Nightcrawler's on top of him. Then he like stabs the knife into the desk and says, mutant freedom now. So then, and then we see Wolverine, like you were mentioning before, he's walking around, cigar in mouth. God, he is 
honestly, in every movie, he is like one of the most badass characters. The first, the first one, we'll go back really quick. Original X-Men, the first scene I think you see him in, he's doing the cage fighting, right? Cage fighting, correct. Oh my God, dude. That is like the coolest scene ever. Well, you know what it is? His, I, 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 again, I think his backstory is where he was a military guy who was a badass in the military, and then he, you know, I guess volunteers for this. Does he volunteer? Spirit. We'll find out. Um, I think, I, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. They, t- they talk about it a little bit, but no, no. So, uh, so one thing I had to ask you, a lot of the other Marvel movies and a lot of superhero movies, they play to the comic, right? Correct. Why X-Men? No, they don't wear outfits. Where's the Wolverine outfit? The yellow and blue outfit from the video games and the X-Men animated series. That was awesome, man. Just one time. Why don't they ever do that? Um, I, I, some of them do. I, I think, you know, um, I'm trying to think. Did oh, I, I think Holly Berry is the only one that wears a sheep. She's she always a good leather. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, well, and Colossus, who, which I don't understand, they never use them in these movies. You know, he's the one. Oh, that, yeah, he's barely in the mo- this movie. He's barely in it. And he's, he's a like, kid in the movie. He's a kid in the movie. And he's awesome. Like, it, it, from oh, what I, I heard, him. my brother used to collect the comics, and he was one of the, he was, he was like the, the Hulk. Is your he's brother like, an X-Man? I, I'm not allowed to say. Ooh. But he was in the military, so he might be Wolverine. Your brother's Wolverine. Breaking news. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, so they didn't use uh, Colossus. You know, I knew a lot of these characters from my brother when I was younger. He collected comics and he was a big X-Man fan. So I knew some of them ahead of time. Um, but yeah, they didn't use Colossus at all. And yeah, the, the, the costumes they had were kind of comic booky, But at the same time, they are kind of lame. I mean, yellow is not really, you know, tough colors. And Wolverine wore yellow in the comics. Oh, no, so, and I love that. So but, uh, I, I, think, I think they... Really, he barely wears the black leather anyway. He's mostly in in uh, T. So I think you know it just goes with his personality. He's he's like the Italian Wolverine. <laughs> he is like you know talking about gravy and sauce and so so one thing I had to say about this movie that I remember as a kid and I remembered it, you know, just watching it this week. There's a lot of hot chicks in this movie, and not even like you'd say, oh yeah, they found this model that they put in this movie, which obviously one's a model, but she acted before this, but man, do you have everybody like at the top of the, the, the game right there, Holly Berry, Rebecca, Rebecca remain. She was still Stamos then. And, uh, Femke Jensen, yep. who she was in a lot of movies. Then she was in the horror a, movie in the high she, school. And then she was in taken. She was the wife. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, think about it this way. There's, you know, now there, there's been quite a few female superhero movies, right? Can yeah. you name it? Can you name an ugly female superhero? No. <laughs> I mean, Wonder Woman, uh, Gail. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Captain Marvel. You know. Yeah. She's on the bottom of the food chain. <laughs> well, she's a little older. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, the, but the thing that's phenomenal about these movies is, the, especially this movie, like, you can look at the, the Marvel movies now, obviously. Like, if you go through the cast, you're like, oh, Paul Rudd, all these people are great. But this movie is you put them pound for pound. This cast is unbelievable. If you, if you go through their IMDb and you look at like, I don't know, dollar soul for movies they were in, you got Hugh Jackman, Holly Berry, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, James Marsden, who was yeah. like kind of younger in his career. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in this movie is amazing. Well, you know, the funny thing is I think Hugh Jackman might be one of the, the lower billing stars because what did he make before the X-Men movies before he became Wolverine? Was he really around that much? 
Like, this yeah. is something I have later in the later, but I'm going to talk about it now. Do you think when they're on set, Holly Berry and Hugh Jackman are having reminiscent about Swordfish? <laughs> well, when did Swordfish come out? Ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay, so like he's still like I mean, again, that was a John Travolta movie, right? Was a John Travolta in there, right? Yeah, yeah. So okay, this so, is like his third big movie, I would say. Right. So he's still like uh, based on Halle Berry and Ian McKellen and and Patrick Stewart. Like he still was on the lower end of. Yeah. Well, he's the biggest star in the movie. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wonder if they did talk about Swordfish. And he was... pooped the bed after this because I think right after this movie was Australia, the oh. movie with him and Nicole Kidman. And it was like a period piece and a bomb, like absolute bomb. But I mentioned all these amazing people, right? Brian Cox is in this movie. So Brian Cox, William oh, Stryker. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, talk about a guy that acting chops. He can play the serious guy, the badass guy. And then he can play the, the sergeant and super troopers. Like he can do all of that. No, he was, he was awesome. I mean, like for a bad guy, he, he went head to head. I mean, you know, to with every X-Men there. And he was yeah. just, he was awesome. He was so, awesome. so one scene that was pretty cool, like you introduced, like some of the people we saw from the first one, but the kid, the student X-Men in the food court. <laughs> what, which one, the Iceman or the, the pyro the guy? Both guys. How about the pyro guy? Can you imagine if you're sitting there, you're, you're trying to like hit on a girl and this guy shoots flames at you and you're on fire a little bit and some guy shoots ice at you. All those, that's what I understand about this movie. What happens after that? Is there some kind of quarantine in Men in Black thing or are they just going on knowing that these are mutants? Obviously, in the government, they talk about it on the news. Well, don't forget, they disappeared. So when what's his, uh, Patrick Stewart came there, Professor X, he came there, he froze everybody. Oh, yeah. So they all, then he said, we, I think we got to get out of there. So they all left. So when everybody was unfrozen, no one was around anymore. So now it's like, all right, you know. They kind of have some idea because obviously in the news in this movie, it's not like a hidden thing like Teenage Mutant Turtles. They're like, oh, my God, what's in the shadows in this movie? It's a big thing on like on Congress. They're talking about mutant rights. Well, don't forget the first movie. They saw firsthand all these. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's already been out there. So, but I think their identities were safe because they, you know, they they left. You know, yeah. being kids. So, but he, right from the beginning, though, Pyro, you could tell is going to be a dick. Like, yeah, you know, he, 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 right from the beginning. You know, you can't control him. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Brian Cox, the big thing he wants to do, he wants to storm that X Men school. He wants to go there, and I love when he's talking. To, to not Brian Cox, the other guy that was on Seinfeld. He's in a million things. He was actually in the documentary, the guy from that thing that was yeah. on Netflix and HBO. He says to him, I wrote down the line because it was that great. I was piloting Blackhawk missions in the jungles in North Vietnam while you're sucking your mama's tit at Woodstock. <laughs> so dude, talk about a burn. And and he gets his way. He He has the president's ear and they're able to storm you know, the school. So, so let me ask you. So the reason why he is angry is because of his son. Is that why he was like, I, I, like, why did he want to kill all of He wanted to kill them all. Yeah. I think his son was one and they didn't, they showed obviously a lot about the son and his relationship and son, Jason, but there wasn't like, you don't know what went wrong. Right. So you but, just but, know his son had powers, obviously, and then it's, and then he did like that scalpel head surgery to him. But you don't know his motivation, though. Like I'm trying to figure out is his motive like is he angry because because he seems like a guy that would want to tame the mutants, like he would want them for himself. You know, well, he controlled a lot of them in the movie. Um, who did he control? Two of them. The well, his son, the Asian girl, Kelly. Yeah, who? But, yeah, but he created her. You know, like he he made, he put the he put the whatever that that metal inside of her. 
She he created her the way he created Wolverine. Yeah, but he was c- controlling Cyclops later in the movie. Uh, um, he put the thing in the back of the spine. Right, but then why was he trying to kill them? I don't know, but yeah, so, so, so you know it's funny. So right now, this episode is going to be coming out, out on November fourteenth, Friday the thirteenth. We're going to be covering Jason Takes Manhattan, and Kelly Who, who I reach out to for this movie. She was in Jason Takes Manhattan. It was one of her first movies. Oh, wow. So it'd be funny. We're going to see her again. But no, she was awesome in this movie. She, she was Stryker's awesome. right-hand woman. She kicked a lot of ass. And I'm going to say, best fight scene in the movie. Oh, without a we'll doubt. We'll get to that later. Well, just his reaction when he saw her with her, with her claws coming out oh. like, was awesome. Like, he's like, whoa. Yes. I, yeah. I think he might have been turned on a little bit, too. Because he's like the first, the first one he's seen that had, is like similar to him. So he's like, oh, this is awesome. I guess that's like a peacock showing its feathers. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Cox, the one thing that was pretty cool in this movie. So Brian Cox, Magneto, like I don't know how much government dollars are going to go to this, but he has like this cage that's like all these like wraps around him, like these crazy like like uh, magnetic wraps to keep him in in his jail cell. Brian Cox and a cop go in there, and they do the cop beats the shit out of him. See, so so, and I wrote this down. So Magneto technically might be the most one of the most powerful of course superhero like, you know he can he can do anything with any kind of metal so he's in this like you said you describe the cage he's in all plastic or whatever the no metal whatsoever they have yeah. to scan it so you got this douchey cop who's coming in there and, and just like just teasing him and taunting him knowing that this guy easily could snap you or do you know like and we'll see how he definitely gets him later on oh, yeah. like are you gonna do that it's like if if I'm if I go, if I visit a, a jail and I see like the like Jeffrey Dahmer, the last person I want to do is like tease him, just because if I know if he ever gets out, I'm going to be the first on his list. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, why would you do that? Like, I love that you go right to Dahmer. Do you have, do you have nightmares about Dahmer? Well, who would you go to? Who would be my go to to scary yeah. person? I don't know. The first thing when you said that, <laughs> Manson, and he never did anything. Oh, but Dahmer, who's the one that ate people? Dahmer, right? Dahmer, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be eaten. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> Dahmer was a weirdo. So, so, so the next thing on my list, I talk about the, I wrote down the sexual tension between Logan. So Logan finally shows up at the house. I love when he shows up. He looks at Jean, which. Well, who wouldn't? Oh, she's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of the, I'm trying to think of a horror movie that she was in, The Faculty. She was, she was one of the teachers or? She was a kid. No, no, she was, oh, she, no, was. she was a teacher. No, she was like a goody two shoes teacher. And then once the alien took her over, she was like over sexualized with uh Josh Hartnett. But yeah, she's like, they look at each other slow-mo and Cyclops is right there. And I'm like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> and then I love like uh Patrick Stewart. He's like, Oh, Logan, you're here. And then he's like, Everybody's gonna leave. You're gonna have to watch the kids. <laughs> Like within like two seconds, I'm like, wait, Logan is obviously a lone wolf, lone Wolverine. And you're like, hey, watch all these kids that are really important to the future of this organization. You know, you know, based on the personality that he has, I would think he would be the last person you would want watching yeah. kids. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And, and, you know, it's funny. One of the first kids that I was laughing at was sitting at the couch who was changing. Oh, yes. So is this magic power just changing channels with his eyes? I think so. He reminded me of the little dorky kid from Revenge of the Nerds. He did, really did. He was his son. Wormer, right? Wasn't it Wormer? Or yes. Wormer? The little kid that danced. Yeah, he, he looked yeah. like. Yeah. And that was him, yeah. And then there's other ones that we have the screaming girl. Yep. That screams really loud. The one, I love the girl that fell through the couch. She falls through the couch. The army, we'll skip to that part real quick and we'll go back. So then the army, you know, striker, his guys are on there and the girl falls through the couch. She, she sees more people coming. She falls through another <laughs> floor. Those are some pretty awesome super. super and I, I think they're in the comics. Like I know the girl that screams, I think was in there also. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So there's a few, like, I think like throwbacks. So anyone who's a big comic fan would probably recognize some of these kids as future X-Men people. And, and then really, Wolverine's like, get away. Everybody yeah. get away. How about, so this is, this is what I'm going to ask. I didn't look this up and I'm not going to do it right now because I don't want to have to edit out any pause silence, but Wolverine starts shredding people up. Dude, I love it. If, you know, and I was surprised because, you know, I saw Logan and Logan's rated R. So they definitely, you know, push the envelope of violence in that movie. Oh, I got to watch it. Oh, it's awesome. So then when I saw this movie, I'm like, oh, it's PG-13. You know, because I just, I forgot, you know. It was PG-13? It's PG-13. And they didn't show blood? They didn't show blood, but it was pretty violent. Like some of the kills he does. It, yeah, but there's no blood. There's no blood. It's like imaginary. Like when he sticks the guy yeah, yeah. through his like armpits yeah. Yeah. and like throws him against the wall, you're like, oh my God. This is I bad think news. the only blood scene was when he got stabbed and he saw a drop of blood land in the water. Yes. Yeah, that was the only blood scene. Yeah. Even but when he it, stabs the guy through his boot. Yeah. He stabs the guy through his boot in one scene. And I'm just like, I wrote it down. I'm like, no blood. Why is there no blood? Go see Logan. They they amp it so much. So Brian Cox, they're in the hallway. Everybody else getting away through like a false wall. And then Brian Cox is like, hey, Logan. And you're like, all right. Like you mentioned before, I think he created him. So the ice man comes out of nowhere. He makes an ice wall. And then through the ice wall, Brian Cox puts his hand on it. Wolverine puts his hand on it. They're touching hands. Do you think this inspired the Disney movie Frozen? <laughs> uh you know i'm honestly i thought that was kind of lame that that's yeah tea. why like it, it may it, it's kind of soft well again logan's backstory is he has no memory of how he was created why he was created um you know so a lot of his journey is trying to figure out his whole story yeah so but that puppy dog like touching you know that you can't touch someone you reach out to them it was just it, it kind of was weird it's almost like a, like a lover's kind of you know yeah thing. yeah it was very weird but maybe maybe Frozen was uh, inspired by that I hope although so. I didn't see Frozen was there a scene where there was a big wall? I never saw it oh, yeah I'm okay. sure I'm gonna see it when my daughter gets a little bit yeah okay older, nice but... nice cover I watched it last night so <laughs> so we saw we have our first Rebecca Romain sign I know I mentioned her before and I love when she changes into the Spanish janitor and she walks out and she walks past the same janitor that she's copying and. He like gives this like really weird look, and I've had a, I've had a similar experience. Every time I see Bradley Cooper on TV, I feel the same way. Interesting. 
All right. You don't think so? No, I don't. You think I look like Bradley Cooper? Who do you think I look like? Who do you look like? We're looking at each other right now. You look more like the janitor, the Spanish janitor leaving the, <laughs> the office than Bradley Cooper. <laughs> uh, so, Jamie, what, what, wouldn't it be nice to so, you know, say your daughter or your neighbor was the, the Iceman and you just had this warm soda? What if you just had a warm soda, which is in a high cabinet, which is the dumbest thing ever? Who would put glass bottles in a high cabinet? Wolverine grabs it out and he's like, oh, man, I guess it's not cold. And he goes, hey, little help. And he blows into the open part of the soda. <laughs> well, don't forget, he first asked for a beer, you know, yeah, know, right away. And the kid goes, this is a school. He goes, all right, do you have a soda? You know, yeah, no, I know. And I told my daughter, I go, how cool is that? Like, imagine, like, imagine having that, you know. Um, but we, we totally missed the, the, the relationship that he has with Rogue. I that know. they're dating and they can't touch. That's weird. Like, is it worth it? Like, is it worth dating someone that you're never going to be able to touch? I guess so. I guess somebody did John Travolta. Somebody did John Travolta in the Bubble Boy movie when he disappeared <laughs> on a horse at the end. Yeah, but I, I never saw that movie, but was he allowed to get inside the bubble with him? No, that, that was the whole point of that in the movie. He was like out of the bubble on the horse, and that was the end. John Travolta was in a bubble? Yeah, he was in the, You ever saw that movie? No, The Boy in a Bubble or something like that? Or is. Uh, I don't know the name of the movie. <laughs> All right. Well, regardless, I mean, I, I think that you got to put a lot of time into this. That you can't, that she has to wear gloves all the time. I know. And then when they can't, so she wears gloves, which they can still at least touch. It's not the same as they kissing. But the weird thing was, he's like, I'll be okay. And then they start making out, and he's like, <laughs> However, you know what, though? I think if my my daughter's going to have any superpowers, I think, oh, I, 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 <laughs> I think that's the one I want her to have. <laughs> and that's my next question. So, out of all the superheroes we've seen so far, which superhero power do you think you would want? Like, which one is the best? Uh, honestly, I well, for my daughter, definitely Rogue, because I don't want okay. any guys, you know, touching her. I appreciate that. Okay, so that one. Um, I like uh, Rebecca uh, Samos. Yeah, change it into other people. It could be whoever you want. That's pretty good. I mean, that's pretty well. You know, I think it all depends on you know what you what do you want to use it for. I mean, for my own personal, just not saving anybody. To me. I think Rebecca's. I think it's the cool Would you thing. change yourself into Rebecca Romaine and look in the mirror? Why not? <laughs> I might not I might not even change back. <laughs> no, you know which one I think is like honestly out of the people. Obviously Magneto will get into it. We oh. know what he is already, but Jean Grey, obviously Professor X, he can hear everyone in the world. Like that's yeah, but that, I think that would be annoying. Oh, I know. It's you like know, so, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, so I, I get rid uh, of that. Yeah, he's super powerful, but you know, imagine just like, and then hearing like a listen, you're hearing a lot of conversations you probably don't want to hear. You know, women talking about shopping or guys talking. Wait, about are you what, talking about the premise from What Women Want with Mel Gibson? Do you think they? Do you think they got it from this movie? I I I think that came out first, but they did. Do you know they made a sequel? What Men Want that just I, came out. Recently. I don't know if it was a sequel. It was like it, it was uh, with the what's the name from uh, the Empire. Empire, yeah. So uh, yeah, um, Jean Grey is like the most powerful one. You know, you know her. They just made a movie about her, right? Dark Phoenix. Oh, that was all about her. So that's about that's that's about her. That's the. I want to cut you off, but our close personal friend of the podcast, Richard Norton, did the stunt coordinating for that movie. Well, that that it's about her because she becomes. You notice at the end of this movie, would you see in the water? She died. There was a yeah, but there was an outline when they were leaving the movie. Ah. There was an outline of a phoenix in the water. 
Whoa. So, so what happens to her, this is the comic book geek side. From what I know that I think she like she's so powerful that and that's why you notice that her eyes turn orange when she gets like really deep into her power. She becomes inside she becomes like a bad, like a strong, powerful oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. So if you're looking for power, she's the one. But I, I still go with I could change whoever I want to be. That's, that's pretty good. So so Well you didn't answer you, you didn't you didn't answer the question. I said Jean Grey, I want to be her. Oh you did. No, because she's able to not only like move things, but she can hear things too. So she's like a little bit of Professor X and a little bit of like moving things around. Everybody else, like they have good powers, like Storm, which later in the movie. Well, I have a that question. That was pretty about, cool. Yeah, but I do have a question about her power. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, what do you want to move? You said like, you know, you, you, you like her power because you want to move things. So that's, that's, so you like her because you want to move things? Storm? No, you said uh, Jean Grey. Oh, I just like the way she's able to stop things and she's able to hear people. So it's a combination of both. She's not like hamstrung into like, hey, I have these like hooks, you know, I have these like Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger knives coming out of my hand. Hooks? She has two powers. <laughs> I got you. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So when they're getting away in the car, when they're going to go up to Boston and go see Gene and uh, Storm, why the hell is NSYNC's Bye 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 in this movie? <laughs> what the hell? Did your daughter, was she watching with you? She, no, she did not. I was going to say, I wonder if she even knew what that song was. She, well, she might have because I have SingStar and I think it's on there. Oh, okay. But um, my question of when they were driving away. So now they're, they're being attacked by Stryker and all these military people all over the place. They're jumping through windows and they didn't go by the garage at all. Like, I know. You know. The one place that they can escape easily with, a, you know, a, a car and they, they were quiet. And then it's like they drove, drove off like nothing. Yeah. Wouldn't you think they obviously stormed the house, but they don't use every guy. Right. But they still have guys canvassing in the neighborhood or blocking the roads at least. Yep. Just in case. And they had some pretty nice cars. And what the hell was it? I, whose car was that? Was it Cyclops? It was because he, he said it to him. He said. Uh, <laughs> and then he like punches yeah. it. What does that do? Well, don't forget to begin the movie when he had his motorcycle. He, he, Cyclops also has a motorcycle, right? Yeah. And, he, and he throws the keys to Cyclops and he says, fill it up. He goes, you fill it up. <laughs> So there's de- there's definitely animosity. So I think um, he probably purposely grabbed Cyclops' car just because yeah. he, you know, just a, a little bit more to him. So Rebecca Romaine, we see her in the flesh at the bar, and we see that cop who beat the crap out of Magneto, who's like his main guy that brings him food at the prison. So she starts flirting with him. Doesn't that guy have to know? Like something's <laughs> up. Well, that's doesn't doesn't Magneto say something to him later on about that? Oh, I know. Yeah. Do you ever think a girl like this would go? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but you know, as co- that guy was extremely cocky, so I think he really thought that he could get a girl like that. Ugh. No, the best, you know, this movie has cool shots. So Brian Singer, the director, I don't know if he chose it or like the cinematographer, but they had some cool shots. The under table shot when you saw like that was crazy. I thought he was just gonna get drugged, right? Yeah, I didn't know he was obviously drinking like pills, like little balls, like because that. That scene was crazy. Well, don't forget she, you know, and he, and he, when they said, "Oh, she's really good," he goes, "You have no idea." When oh said, my god, so, I wrote so, that down. So she's super smart. Also, she's great with computers. She hacks every computer. She's the one to find. Like she's awesome. Like she's you know a big part of. Uh, that's why, like, I think with her powers, she can do whatever she wants. She can get anywhere she wants. You know, and she's super smart. I mean, she's like the best right hand man for Magneto. Like he's like he knows what he has with her. So yeah. from that phrase, Wolverine says, "Man, she's good," and then yeah. he says, "You have no idea." Oh, you, so you think? Are they? Cool? A, are they a thing? Yeah, I know. No, seriously. Um, I don't think so. 
father-daughter relationship? Because they're got to be close. There has to be um, some kind of – he found her, I'm sure. Well, I'm trying to think. So, like, you know, they made an X-Men movie when they were all kids. Right? I've seen that, yeah. And that's Jennifer Lawrence is that role. Um, and Magneto is younger also. It's played by uh, – what's his name? Uh, Fassbender. Yeah, right. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, he beats so, the crap out of all those Nazis. Oh, that was a great scene. Yeah. yeah that was awesome. So, yeah. So, I, I, no, I think it's more like, you know, he, he's helped her and she's been by his side the whole time. So, it's more like a, like a just respect factor. All right. Yeah. I don't think they're dating. My fantasy's over. <laughs> so, no. no the, the, the part when he goes to visit him in the prison. God. When he's so he's, first... Did he smell? I, did he smell that metal or like the the what is it? Mercury they had in there or, or iron? He had iron. Yeah. Like, oh, did Magneto smell? Yeah. It? I like, think he probably knew that it was going to happen. Maybe that was okay. something they connived like before he right. went in. But how about when he was getting scanned? Yeah. And it was like you thought it was like oh I thought that was her. Yeah. That's why I thought that was a pill to knock him out or or kill him. And then when he gets in there and he just like, dude, when it rips him up, that was all, that was the only blood that I remember besides the Wolverine one blood drip, the blood was ripping out of his uniform. And it was like silly blood. It was like bad CGI yeah. blood. Yeah. But you know what though? So then I was trying to think, so why wouldn't she dress like him in the first place and go there? I think cause it would have known maybe. Oh, so you know what? She couldn't carry anything in there. So yeah. I guess, okay. But then all with right. those balls and then he was able to control yeah. those and shoot them like bullets and keep bringing them back. That's, that's why he might be pretty good because he can use one bullet and kill a million people. Oh, he's, I mean, like I said, he's the most powerful. I mean, you think about the, the little uh, iron that came out of that guy, yet he was able to create a huge, like he, it, it grew. It kept growing and growing, the, the metal that he was making. Yeah. I mean, oh, he's, he's definitely badass. He's definitely one of the most powerful ones. But let's get real. His hat, his little helmet, kind of corny. <laughs> uh, doesn't uh, Pyro say something about that? Or so yeah. it's it's, it's, it's kind of lame. What do you say? Kind of lame or. Yeah. Like for such a guy that's such badass has amazing powers. And he's like, got this little helmet. Oh, on you, you, know, you know why he has a helmet, right? Why? Because um, professor X can't get into his head. Oh, really? I'm almost positive. That's why he has that. So, so why, why wouldn't I, all the guys wear helmets? Well, they're not all the bad guys. Well, then they all look like Magneto. I don't know. I I'm almost positive. Cause that's why at the end of the movie, when he pointed to his head, his helmet because he was the only one that was not affected by the um when they when he reversed all the you know he was the only oh, one yeah, yeah. because he that blocks everything. So I'm always positive that's why he has the helmet. So we talked about it before. They were going up to uh Boston and Iceman, Bobby's from there. So they go to the house, they're hanging out. That's when you know Bobby and Rogue get a little close, they start kissing, it gets really weird. So the parents come home. And Wolverine is drinking <laughs> beer in the kitchen. And the parents are like, oh, my God, what's going on? What are you doing here? Who's that? That's uh, Professor Logan. <laughs> Mom, I, we need to talk, have talk. When that talk, if you would have wrote that script, or I took that script right now and we read it, and I just took out, like, mutant for I'm gay. <laughs> that was that conversation because I wrote down the line. <clears throat> the mom goes, have you tried not being a mutant? It was like the most awkward thing. And the dad the whole time was like, he was like, so like, like flummoxed that his son was a mutant. Well, yeah. And he said, like, I, we always do something like, you know, like, just, <laughs> but it's, yeah. And, well, you know what? Uh, you know, I didn't think about it that way, but uh, yeah, that's, that makes sense. And he turns the mom's ice into tea. She turns it over and it's like an ice thing. And then the cat comes out of nowhere and licks it. Well, 
don't forget the scene before that the Wolverine, you know, because he's got such keen senses. He turns around with he thought he heard a noise and there was a cat, and the oh, cat yeah, started, yeah. the cat started licking his his claws. <laughs> but how douchey is that brother? Oh, dude, he calls a cop on his own. Bro- that makes no sense because yeah. I guess it was because I was on the news, but. That was, well, he, was he was jealous. He was getting all the attention. Oh, dude. He, he looked like a total. He was, awesome. he was probably like a total emo kid. You know, yeah. he's, you know, so. When the cops came out, it came oh. there. And I love that pyro just went nuts. Dude, just blowing up the cars. And, ah, oh, dude, he, that was a cool scene. The way it was shot. Yeah. Yeah. So many cop cars blew up. And, and it's cool the way he can control that power. Because you think the house would burn down. Because he well, shot it in the house. That was the, that I wrote that down. So he had a fireball that went through the house. Yeah. Not nothing went on fire. Yeah, I, I don't think he could control. I don't think he could control that. Like he control, you know, where the fire is going, because but he needs fire to control it. Like he can't produce fire. He needs some kind of fire to make it work. He did not control the fire, the house going down. I just think that they forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is very about the whole scene. Is that even like fitting that the brother Ronnie like burns? upstairs he's he's stuck in the house he can't get down is why the hell would you call it on your brother yeah. and then rogue saves the day because the logan gets shot in the head <laughs> was that weird i thought he was like i know he has a claws but i thought he was metal throughout his body he is, he is. how did he get shot in his head he was dead oh, no 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 he okay don't forget he, he has metal in his body so he he can't die right he was so, dead no he, he it knocks him out like it knocks him out no. like, and then he heals. So like, he, oh, okay. So I thought the, her, I thought her touching him. No, 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 no. So like, even oh. when he gets stabbed, like, even at the end of the movie when he's fighting, like he got stabbed. He's like, like, like every time he fights, he gets the crap beat out of him. But then he heals. He's almost like the Hulk. And then he gets angry. And then the more oh, angry okay. he gets, he go, you know. So no, he wasn't dead. He just like it hits him. He 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 does bleed. He does, but then it heals, and then he then he comes back. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> he takes a little nap. I was kind of, I was kind of worried. Yeah, no, no, don't be worried. No, I thought he had shot in the forehead. I'm like, wait, she's going to save the day? I was like, yeah. all right. So, so, you, so you thought Wolverine was done? I didn't think he was done for the movie. I knew I, as I've seen the other ones, but I was like, wait, he's just shot in the forehead and she saved him? <laughs> so no, I didn't know he self-healed everything. But yeah, yeah. He self-healed, yeah. So how about, so they're in the airplane. That, that scene we're going to talk about because that was pretty intense. Storm, the, the government's like, Fly to twenty below twenty thousand feet. We're going to take you to the Air Force Base, and God, she starts sending in tornadoes. And so, what do you have to say about that? No, it's later on. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're talking about the no, tornadoes no. that were like, yeah. But it's crazy. I know the planes are going fast, but tornadoes aren't going to take them out. They're still able to shoot them. Well, one the one question I did have about this. So, this is the X Men's airplane, right? You're gonna tell me they're gonna have trouble with just a military airplane coming after them? Like they, like they, they're not prepared for that. Like they were having trouble with that the military airplane that they actually got shot. Why right? didn't the plane go down? Oh yeah, they got shot. Pyro yeah. flies out the back. Nightcrawler jumps out and sinks. Right, right. So isn't this kind of like, like why? Like you're gonna tell me like there's other like stronger superhero or like evil like air helicopters or planes that you got to deal with. It's just a military airplane. Like, I, they really shouldn't give them that much trouble. This is the X-Men. No, I know. And you know what's funny? I thought I confused them with the Wonder Woman, the invisible plane, because I thought they were going to go invisible. I was uh, ready to disappear. You just, you just got a lot of Marvel fans angry, because that's DC Comics. 
Oh damn! So you, now, now you just created a war. <laughs> but I thought it was gonna. I th- honestly thought I'm like I thought she was gonna hit a button and they're gonna go invisible. But no, she tornadoes. Yeah, which were pretty massive. Like those things were like ridiculous. no, that was cool. And I honestly, think it's 2003. So 2002, yeah. this movie is getting edited and created. Those are yeah. pretty amazing graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twister came out in 95, 96, and. I don't know if they looked that good in that movie. No, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I love that the good X-Men and the bad X-Men are working together to save Professor X. Well, are we talking about Magneto? Yeah. Uh, well, no. But and Rebecca he, Romain. He, he's, he's technically good and bad kind of thing. Like, he's, he's all for mutants. He's, he hates humans because of the way they treat, you know, the mutants. So, but he does things unorthodox where, like, because him and, him and um, Professor X kind of grew up, I think grew up together. Like, they were friends when they were younger. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were buddies. Right. Yeah. So, I think, so he's like, he's not really bad, but he's just, he doesn't like to follow the rules. He wants to do his own, you know. But I think Professor X thinks he's way too powerful to be, like, a rogue kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, but he also, when they're on the plan, uh, the plane, he, uh, he sees something in Pyro. Like, he has that conversation with Pyro. And you know, which will foreshadow later on. Yeah. You know? But he could tell, like, yeah, he's he's definitely more evil than uh yeah. <laughs> so so they they're figuring out who's gonna go into the air force base because that's the whole point. They're trying to find William Stryker's hidden base that's underground under a lake. So they're like, Wolverine, you know this place. You you were there one day. That's where you're created. That's what Magneto says to him. So I thought it was him. Really? Did you think it was him? No. Oh, the whole time. Did I think? Wait, did I think who's who? No, when Wolverine walks up and the guys come up with the guns. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Come with me." I'm like, "Oh my god, it's Wolverine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. And then when he starts doing flips and it's Mystique, holy Uh, shit, that was cool. And again, look how and she slides like the Indiana Jones through the doors, and she's giving them the finger, and like, and then she she's awesome. Like she, I'm telling you, like she's like super powerful. Um, she's she's be great, you know. And then Uh, Rayos breaks in. And then that's where we get a really cool kind of fight scene that doesn't last too long. But Cyclops is being controlled by Stryker and the government. And, dude, he starts firing the laser eyes at his girlfriend, quote-unquote. And that's why I think she's she has wild powers because she can hear people. And she, she can stop those, you know, the laser blasts. Like no, right she's through. super powerful. And she has totally blocked them. Yeah. How about when Magneto pulled the, the grenade pins? Oh, dude, that's the best. How, how awesome is that? <laughs> yeah. They're just standing there. You just see the pins start coming out and they start <laughs> blowing up. And then right after that, this is what we were talking about earlier, foreshadowing Kelly Hu, who played Stryker's right-hand woman. Dude, that was an awesome fight scene. Did her blades look a little different than his, though? They look like, Oh, definitely, yeah. They're, like, thinner. Like, they look like more the newer curly. model. <laughs> the newer models. No, but that was such a cool fight that was, scene. That was awesome. He has her in the water, and you think – I love any fight scene when – obviously, she's not, like, the final bad guy, but she's the bad – she's pretty much the final bad guy in this movie, yeah. right? Yeah. And you think, like, oh, they're dead. It's over. Like, Scream, all those horror movies, you think they're over, and they have that second – She's in the water. He's laying on top of her. And then she just pops through and it just keeps going, man. Well, don't forget, she's indestructible too. You know, so she, no, can, know, she, has, yeah. she has the healing as well. So, I mean, uh, yeah, no. And he, he got, how many times did she stab him in his back? Oh, I know. He kept slicing him and dicing him. I mean, that was, uh, no, that was awesome. I mean, that really was awesome. When she died, she had purple coming out of every hole. She has that purple ooze. So I, from the mud bath, I guess, or no, that's what's running through no, her body? No, so that that stuff coming out of her was the titanium stuff that's or whatever it's called out 
What's that? What's the metal stuff that's in Wolverine? So and Wolverine has purple in him. Well, it's not, it's not purple. It's gray. Oh, I thought it was purple. You didn't have your glasses on. <laughs> no, it's 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 the metal that's inside them. That's what was created. That's that was that was what was put in both of them. To ah, make, okay. them the, so what he did was he jacked her up with all. So pretty much made her like a like a statue, like yeah. inside, which is pretty pretty awful way to go. No, because even when she went back into when she died and went in the water, she clumped right down to the, the bottom <laughs> of the of the thing. So they're getting out of there. Wolverine has like a one. Like kind of a heart to heart, I guess it's striker. Okay, so <laughs> he ties him up, correct? Yeah. Yep. Was that the worst tie job that he's ever done? Because did yeah, his, I mean, did striker escape from that. there? Yeah. <laughs> but the heart to heart again. This is the guy that. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I was a little indifferent about this. <laughs> what, what was your thought? So, I was expecting like a little bit more. Like a, I know obviously he's like an older guy. Striker's 50s, early 60s. I was expecting like kind of a battle or something, but it really was nothing. I thought Wolverine was going to, I don't know, for what he was put through. And then you're, he's like, you chose to do this. And you're like. Well, I think the problem is, one, he, you know, he, he doesn't have any powers. So how could he really battle? Yeah. You know, like he's, he's a human, you know, he's a, he's a nutcase, but he's, you know, he doesn't have any. So really it'd be a no brainer, you know? Um, and again, I think Wolverine really, he is a good guy. He probably only wants to kill if he has to. Um, yeah. I don't know why he kept them alive though. Cause he has a lot of anger towards him. Um, that was, I mean, but I don't, I didn't expect the battle, but I expected him to maybe kill him or, Oh, me too. Or, yeah. Or maybe chop an arm off. Yeah. I guess if it was the, if this is Logan and it was rated R. Like if they did a rated R version of that, he probably would just stab the shit out of him. Uh, just watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. So the plane's getting ready to go away. Gene Gray. Well, you know what? Before, okay, so before he, he goes up there, Logan walks over with a kid in his hands that he's holding that has like a purple tongue. And he goes to Stryker, right? Wasn't that when he went yeah, over? Yeah. Why would he risk bringing a kid over there? Like, you don't know. Like, I mean, again, this is, you go, you're bringing him, first of all, to watch. Like the guy striker being strangled. I mean, like he was being like torn apart. I was thinking, was that Jason? Was Jason brought back to being a kid? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, because that kid, that that kid was at the mall, right? Remember, or when the girl was eating ice cream and she stuck her tongue out, and then the kid stuck his tongue out and had like the 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 the, you know the the like the snake tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just curious why. Like, why would he bring him? The kids, he's holding the kid, so he's obviously hurt. Why don't he bring him right right to the plane? Why is he dragging him into the snow to go see striker? What kind of you know that's kind of sick wolverine tries to wants to get that kid angry yeah. at the government yeah. and yeah, yeah that was weird why would he have done that yeah yeah that was weird well that's your babysitter for you see that's why he's not a good babysitter that's he is not a good babysitter <laughs> professor x should not have left him in charge <laughs> no but there's some scenes like here's one thing i want to say this movie we're not at the end yet but we're getting close to it this movie could have been cut down all right Great movie. It was like two hours and 14 minutes, eight minutes of credits, which was kind of wild. Like there's that many people you have to thank. Yeah. And that was kind of weird, that part of it. But I think they could have cut down some of it, like the whole like Professor X, Jason stuff. They showed a lot of that. 
Well, you know, you got to understand, you know, take, take a look at the Avenger movies. These movies are like two to three hour long. When you have that many characters, I think it's hard to cut it down because you're going to be cutting out. Like if you, if you really take away this movie, you know, cut it down, the Professor X and Jason, that's a big part of what's going on. It's what Stryker's whole thing was to find all these mutants and kill them all. So they had to do it that way. You know, so like there, yes, it, it's, it felt longer than it should have been, but I don't know. When you have that many characters, I don't. It's very hard to cut it down. Yeah, that's true. I, I just think. thought it was just like a little. Mo- I'm like, all right, that was. Well, you know what? You take to me if you just have Wolverine scenes, I'm I'm happy. So, Wolverine you know. and Jean Grey. <laughs> that's it. Get Cyclops out of this movie. So so Jean Grey, she saves the day. You mentioned you did some foreshadowing. She 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 does. She saves. Everyone, all the mutant that's mutants, the mutants that are on the ship, on the plane, and uh, okay, that so sucked. It was weird. It was, but see, here's where I have the problem now. So you have a okay. dam, you have a dam burst. Oh yes, okay. Tons of water. Now you have one ice man who could freeze that water, so yeah. it's not coming out, and then you have Storm who can make it sunny or whatever. Like she could control the water. Like can't she? Like she's she's a tornado. She, she can use it. Something almost like, right. tornado. Right, so why not use both of them and stop the problem? Oh, dude, that's good. Right? I mean, really, you have the Iceman who can freeze it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, that, I don't know. That I had a, I was like, why, you know. But I guess they had to have a dramatic death. And, and I thought she was going to make it through. She's standing there, and then once she was covered, and they're like, she's gone. I'm like, and then Wolverine's like, all right, she's gone, man. And then he's moving on to the next girl because he was basically telling Psychops, like, all right, that, that ass is gone. I can't do that anymore. So, you know what? You just reminded me of a scene that we totally overlooked. Oh, what was that? When he was in a tent and Rebecca. Oh, yeah, I know. That was. It's, so, <laughs> so, I mean, that was, wasn't it creepy? Like, did you really, you thought it was her, right? You thought it was Jean? Oh, Jean. I thought it was. Why wouldn't and, I? And I seen the movie. You know, a long time ago, and I thought it was Jean Grey. I totally forgot that she does, does that. And uh, but then again, you got to feel bad for her. She, you know, she she looks like a reptile all the time, and you know, no one loves her. And you know, she, she wanted a little attention. He should have just been like, "Hey, turn to Rebecca Romaine Stamos, and, and we're then fine." fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote this down. I was like, "They're both grieving because they both love her." You know, Wolverine Cyclops, and I'm pretty sure they're Eskimo brothers because they both did something with her, right? Um, I don't know how far Wolverine did. Um, Second base, maybe, but they're. I mean, maybe, but they they meet again in the third movie. Oh, and someone doesn't make it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the coolest scenes of this movie. Obviously, the first scene is pretty cool, but the end scene was really cool because it reminds me of you know sixteen years later. Everybody's like, oh my god, the Avengers! All these people were in the same room. Honestly, if you go back star power wise, I know because of the Marvel movies, yep. these people are so big. But these people were, besides you, Jackman, you Jackman did a lot after sure. Wolverine, but all the and some of the other people, but all these people are huge. Well, you know what? Let me tell you something. The kid who was Iceman, he was in the, in the show The Following. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, and they were at the same time, so I think they got him from The Following to go in this movie. So it's no. like, yeah, The Following's up. What are you talking about? With Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It's just from like three years ago. No, it's not. Six years ago? Seven years ago? He wasn't in the following when he made ice. He was in something else. That's why they found him. I'm almost pop. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. No, well. no. The following definitely in my life, I think of me and my wife, Jamie, 
and we've been together eight, eight and a half years and we watched the following together. No, no, they didn't find it from this. They might've, but they were like, Hey, you're an Iceman nine years before, but no, that's what I knew him from. So that's why I'm watching this movie. I'm like, Holy shit. He's like so young. And even in the following, he looks like a super young guy. So I don't know how young he was in this movie, but that final scene of that movie, when you have the president's giving the speech, everybody freezes. Yeah. That was cool, well, man. It was cool. And then you see the, the lights just come. Like You see shadows. Like You don't know what you're looking at. And all of a sudden, the lights come on. You see them all standing there. That, that was, was awesome. so cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Especially who those people are when you think about it. Like Even when I interviewed Connor and he talked about it, like, these are like British royalty. You know, you have just, yeah. just think about Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen in one scene. Yeah. Just those guys alone. And yeah. You had everybody else. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So... That's it. And then eight minutes of credits. You know, and I, I, I'm watching the credits and my son's sitting there. I go, you think there's an end scene and credit scene? Oh. He, go, he goes, dad, this came out like 20 years ago. Like they, they didn't have, they didn't do it back then. You know, like, so I didn't, I shut it off. So I don't know if there was, but I don't think there was. Oh, damn. I wonder, if, I wonder when the first time they ever did that was. Um, That'd be some good research. I know, I know, I know the first time. When? Uh, Spaceballs. They, 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 no, or was it? Um, wasn't it? It was a Mel Brooks oh, movie. Oh no, oh, no, it was History, history of, the of the World, and it was the History of the Part Two. <laughs> we're Jews. We're Jews in space. Whoa, Whoa. we could say it. Mel Brooks said it. Okay, all right. But no, no, <laughs> I no. You know what's funny? Yeah, it was after the credits. It was a short credit. It was a short. And then credit. it went to Jews in space. And then huh. it was it was History of the World Part. Stay tuned for or to be continued History of the World Part Two or something. And it never happened. God, I wish there was. Uh, I wish there was a Mel Brooks sequel so we cover it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was X Men. So Jamie, is there anything you would have changed? Um. No, I mean, uh, you know, for me, I th- I think the movie's great. It follows, you know, follows the first movie perfectly. Um, I like it. I mean, uh, you know, um, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, I guess because I'm, I'm I'm so into the Avenger movies now too. A lot, of, a lot of times in the Avenger movies, you see like individual battles. You didn't see too many individual battles. Like I would like to see Storm fighting someone. I like to see maybe oh, yeah. you know Jean Grey fighting someone alone. Uh, Cyclops fight. Like have individual ba- battles, but now you're adding on another forty minutes in the movie. So, uh, but that would be cool to see them individually, you know, instead of just because I feel like some of the other characters kind of push aside, you know, that'd be good. Especially if you cut out, like, obviously we had to see like the time they found Nightcrawler, but if they would have cut those out and had like a dude storm one-on-one, that'd be cool if they ever had a storm one-on-one scene. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. So like that I would change. Otherwise I I like it. I mean, uh, you know, um, I thought the movie was very good. Um, The action was great and uh, I really enjoyed it. No, I said it before, like when we talked about, like just before we started, and I'm like, yeah, but now this movie is awesome. I, just watching movies and like keeping people's attention. I'm not saying this movie wouldn't be great nowadays if it came out, but there was some scenes. Not that it was like dead air, but the whole scene with him and Jason, it had to happen, obviously, because you had to have the relationship right. between why Stryker was pretty much pissed off because his son was a mutant and he like experimented on him afterwards, but. This movie's pretty good. So I would say, obviously, if you're a Marvel fan, you haven't seen X2 X-Men United. You got to see it. And you have to listen to our interview with Cotter Smith because Brian Singer was a very, very interesting director. And the way he hired him was pretty, pretty interesting. 
Yeah. So, Jamie, next week, next movie we're covering, it's pretty interesting. Oh, 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 are we doing this next? I can't wait. So, the next movie we are covering, we are going to be talking Jaws 2, and we are interviewing next week Joe Alves. Joe Alves, you might know him from his amazing work on Jaws. He was one of the people that worked on Bruce before the book even came out. He drew and designed Bruce, and then he did production design for the first one, the second one, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Escape from New York, and he directed Jaws 3D, which is unbelievable that he had the opportunity to do all of that. You have a lot of amazing stuff that he worked on. Jamie, when I told you that we're going to be covering this movie, how stoked were you? Super stoked. I mean, I haven't seen Jaws 2 in a long time, um, but I mean, I've seen all the Jaws movies. They're all uh, interesting to say the least, and I'm definitely looking forward to reviewing it. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. So next movie you're going to be watching is Jaws 2, but tune in next week. We're going to be talking to Joe Alves, director, production designer of Jaws and Jaws 3D. And don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Tell your friends. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Good night. Good night. Good night.